DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're broadcasting live from Marley's in Linden this morning. Stop by. Get a breakfast. It's buy one, get one free. French toast, pancakes, sliders, scrambled eggs. They got it all. Stop by and get some uh, jazz gear while you're here. We have uh, T-shirts. You can pull the beanie on PK's head. You can get tickets to see the uh, Salt Lake City Stars play the South Bay Lakers. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, Vivin Smart Home Arena. We got it all. Right now, we have Ryan Smith joining us, co-founder and CEO of Qualtrics. Tonight's jazz game is a 5 for the fight game. And he's joining us on the Sprint Special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Ryan, good morning. What's up, fellas? We, uh, we're a little curious now. Five for the fight. How does that work? Which games do you pick? It can't be an accident that Hayward and Ennis Cantor are coming back to town and you have a five for the fight night. That can't be an accident. No. Well, look, I mean, we, we, we just pick a couple games at the beginning of the season. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if you want to pick the Warriors or things like that, um, you know, interesting things happen throughout the season or players come and players go. But um, this ended up being the game that it was. I mean, we knew the Celtics were going to be great, but I don't think we would have known that it was an ESPN late night game. And it's... It's just we kind of roll with it, but you know it really doesn't matter the game that we pick for five for the fight. It's such an amazing night tonight. We've got Kalani Sataki and Kyle Winningham coming together on the court, just bringing the community together, which is the beauty of five for the fight. It's absolutely engaged the entire community, and we're fortunate just to be a small part of it and then kind of get it going. So it's been awesome. Yeah, why don't you give us a refresher, Ryan, on what the Five for the Fight is and what it does and how uh, the proceeds and all that stuff, how it all works. Yeah, like we started a couple years ago. I mean, right when the jersey patch came out, the Utah Jazz said, hey, look, we want Qualtrics to be on the jersey, and we just started a foundation to raise money for cancer. Um, You know, it's probably been the the number one cause and the number one thing that's affected our employee base, everyone we know, and – you know, we're we're a tech company that's really founded in the ability to, to empower people to do great research and get data, but it seems like our best people weren't working on cancer. And, you know, we said, hey, what if we take that, this foundation, and we put that on the jersey, and the beginning of the NBA was like, no way. <laughs> you're, not, you're not running a startup foundation and raising money from people. Like, we're not going to allow that, especially on the jersey pads that we just started. And the Jazz dug in and said, hey, no, like, this is cool. It would be the only logo on a jersey in all of professional sports in North America. It would be for a cause. And at the time, I don't think people really understood the patch and the awareness and the branding. Um, StubHub was the only group that had signed with Cleveland. And the NBA just wasn't for it. But with the Jazz, we dug in and... Um, it was pretty cool. I've had a chance to sit down with Adam Silver a bunch uh, at, the, at a recent NBA owners meeting. He said this is by far the coolest and greatest use we've seen of the jersey patch. And he stood up and he held up Utah. He held up the Jazz. He held up five for the fight. And, and the way we activate it, it's really simple. Um, in the arena, we'll do a little activation where everyone can text the 5055, the Jazz, and get $5 for cancer research. But you know, that, that's how we started. And then we had just phenomenal people in the community reach out. I mean, it started with Layton Construction. 
where they said, hey, look, you know, we've had someone locally pass away from cancer. We want to do something. Can we go Leighton.5forthefive.com? And, yeah, so Leighton put 5 for the 5 on the back of, of all of their trucks. It's their cause. They're raising money to fund actual researchers. And every employee can opt in and get $5 per paycheck. We have 30 companies that are now doing that where they can sponsor a research. We put nine new research fellows to help create a cure for different cancers. We're not going to find a cure. Everyone's saying, oh, we're going to find a cure. No, we, the world doesn't work that way. We have to go create it. And so that's what we're able to do. And there's not a better platform than the NBA. We set out a crazy, aggressive goal to raise $50 million. And, you know, we just re-upped the jersey patch. I think a lot of people thought we were going to put Qualtrics on it again. And, and we, we didn't. You know, we committed for the next four years to have five for the fight on it. We've got 25, 26 million of the 50 million raised already, which is, which is unbelievable. And, and most importantly, you know, you go to a FedEx store, you see five for the fight. The players are all involved. It's, it's just different. Utah's different. The team's different. The franchise is different. And this is just another thing that's different about this amazing state. Well, you're right about it, bringing everybody together. There really isn't anybody who isn't touched by cancer one way or another. My, uh, my mother-in-law died of breast cancer, and my mom died of ovarian cancer, and PK's wife beat cancer. So the research is really important to get outcomes like that. And, you know, the Kinahans went through it, but they came out the other side. And you got to provide that opportunity for more people. So it's awesome because I know there are people in the car right now driving thinking, I can name this person, I can name that person in their lives. So it really does draw a lot of people together. Uh, the other thing that draws a lot of people together, you obviously have a lot of passion for the Jazz. Everybody's got an opinion on what's going on and how much they hope for the Celtics tonight. What are you thinking? Oh, we got to bring it. We got to bring it. I mean, um, coming off the break, uh, this is when we made our run last year. I think if you would have looked at the games that we had, I mean, the back-to-back on Friday and Saturday night last week was tough. I thought, you know, I, I wasn't at the Saturday game, but I was at the Friday game. Um, with San Antonio, and it just felt like we were going to make a run. Uh, you know, it, everything looked normal, and you know, I specifically remember like five minutes left of the game. Joe came out and was like, "Let's go, guys! Let's go! Let's go!" And it just shots weren't falling. It just, it just was a little, little off. And then, um, you know, I, I opted for Gonzaga and BYU on Saturday, <laughs> but uh, we, uh, I mean, Houston's tough. No one wants to play Houston. I mean, it goes either way. Um, from what I saw, we played a pretty good game. And then we just got smoked on Monday night. We just got run out of the gym. I mean, it, it, obviously, Phoenix was hot. I mean, they, they, they scored 130 points and shot 60% from the field. And you're, you're sitting there going, when are they going to cool down? They just didn't. It wasn't Devin Booker. It was everyone else. And so, look, I think we need to bring it. Um, you know, this is a team that it feels like when we're in sync and no one wants to play us. Uh, and, you know, shots just haven't quite been falling. I mean, there was, a, there was a couple series last game where they were whipping the ball around like the Jazz do, putting the other team in the blender. And, you know, boy on for three or Joe for three. It just wasn't going in. Um, but, look, this, this happened earlier in the year. We got in sync and went on a massive run. This team, this team when it's in sync, is – is unstoppable. I, I do know one thing. I doubt we'll give up 130 points tonight. Celtics are coming off a back-to-back, you know, three games in five days, hard games from 
from Portland and and Sunday and in, in LA. So um, we're going to bring it, but it's a tough team. And 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 if you look who we have in front of us with Washington, and then you know a couple of the games, like we we can get going. We just need to do it. So who's a better golfer, you or Darren Williams? <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a good question. We play a lot together. Um, man, Darren hits it great. He's going to be great. Um, you know, I think I got a little bit of an edge. I would say primarily because. Uh, uh, you know, he didn't play as much, and he's getting back into it. But for how much he's playing, he's coming on strong. He's coming on strong. So you mentioned you were at the BYU-Gonzaga game, and I think it's well known that you are a huge BYU fan, big booster. You love the Cougars. And so I know you pay enough attention to sports to know what just happened at Colorado with Mel Tucker. I mean, the guy goes in, goes 5-7, and seven, and the Power 5 schools have so much money, and Michigan State comes calling, and they give him a bigger offer and pull him away. And somebody <laughs> yeah. in, in a Power 5, there's so many teams down, and somebody's going to write a check, and someone's going to look around at the job Mar- Mark Pope is doing at BYU. And if he hasn't heard already, and I suspect he has, but I don't know, but if he hasn't heard already, he's going to. So what do you and BYU boosters think because you see how college sports is working and it's an arm race and people are just writing just crazy money checks yeah i think people people focus on it at byu um but it's the same thing at utah it's the same thing everywhere same thing in notre dame i mean i have friends who are alumni and boosters everywhere it seems like in, in byu there's this perception that hey um you know someone's going to come in and byu can't pay or they can't do this it's no different i mean no one's no one's immune, anyone in the league. I mean, look at Mark Few, who's sitting at Gonzaga. I mean, he can make more money in Kentucky. He can make more money somewhere else. I think money's a part of it. And I think there's a risk also going to these Power Fives because they'll trade you out in two minutes. You know, they don't like the way it's going. Someone else comes along. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like what you're, what you're after as a head coach. We can keep Mark Pope at BYU. I don't, I don't think that's a problem. I think Mark wants you to be here, but that's obviously Mark's, Mark's, Mark's decision. But I think the world's realizing who we got. He's amazing. And, you know, he's, he reminds me a lot of, of Quinn. Like, if you look at a boat, Mark was in med school after the NBA, smart as a whip, and has a work ethic that's contagious. And look at the heart that, that these guys are showing. And it's not like it's been an easy season. You've had Baxter out. You've had Yoli out. You've got Dalton Nixon out. Um, and they just keep rolling and they believe and he's got them believing and look, it's fired up an entire Tiger Cougar nation. And I, I would argue a lot of people stay to Utah. I promise it wasn't a jazz game uh, Saturday night. All the guys for the jazz would have been down there. I mean, in whatever people are watching on TV or saw from the replay about how hot that uh, the Marriott center was, it, words can't describe that environment with that many people, um, I remember sitting there through warm-ups and the Zags players came by, came by my seats and I heard, you know, one of the top point guards turn to the other and said, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. And the game hadn't even started yet from the environment. So um, that's what you get at BYU. You're not going to always get that somewhere else. So, so I, I like where we're at. I don't think everyone needs to freak out. Oh, we won a couple games. We're ranked okay, Mark's going to leave. I mean, that's a really empty way to look at the world, but fans do. I mean, the amount of text message that I've gotten saying, how are we going to keep Pope? How are we going to keep Pope? How about you just enjoy Pope? 
<laughs> like, how do you enjoy the time we have? Pope's not going anywhere right now. Like, enjoy what we've got. Like, we have this scarcity mentality and just enjoy the ride. Like, that will solve itself. You're going to go down to Vegas and then maybe do the NCAA tournament with the Cougars? Um, I'll try. I mean, uh, my company, we're hosting a big event here in Salt Lake for our, for our summit. We've got, um, you know, Michelle Obama and Alan and Matthew McConaughey. we got a pretty good group coming in uh, for our customer event, so it kind of coincides with that. But I've been known to slip down and see a couple. Um, but, you know, I think uh, I think the tourney, I think the tourney's exciting. I mean, if we if we can, I mean, we got a big game on Saturday on Pepperdine. It's not easy to play down there, and um, we got to bring it, especially after coming off that high. But one thing I love about this coaching staff is, you know, we play pickup ball in the mornings up at BYU, and Monday morning we're in there running at six a.m. and six thirty. Pope's leaning over the railing. You know, the guy's grinding. So that's a that's a good thing. I, you know, I think they'll get these guys working and they lead by example. And um, it's 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 great. BYU sports is uh, it's something that I think we've needed to get, to get a little pick me up. And you know, people are pretty excited. Okay, so who's a better baller, you or Travis Hansen? <laughs> Trav, Trav's got old man strength. He <laughs> when he wants to, he just he still lifts off. Uh, I haven't played with him a little bit, but he used to come around quite a bit. Um, you know, I played this morning with Lee Kamard and Craig Cusick and a lot of the guys that that have played. And uh, when Trav comes, no one wants to guard him. But those guys are still good, still good. But it's hard. It's hard to play in your forties. I'll tell you that. Like, there's not that many people that aggressively play. It's like once you hit forty, everyone goes on goes on like that. Oh, I'm going to get hurt. Like, you just can't play that way. So. Um, you know, people get busy with kids and work and everything else, but, you know, we love it. We love still thinking we've, we've got it when we really don't. No one would pay money to come watch us play. I know I love my Achilles in one piece. That's a, uh, it's an important yeah. factor when I think about this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but I can't think about that. Well, the only thing I would say, we appreciate the work that you're doing for the Five for the Fight. Obviously, uh, DJ just mentioned my wife battling cancer a few years back. And we're certainly grateful for all the uh, advanced technology and medicine that helped her beat it, saved my life. Uh, obviously, it served, saved her life. And before we let you go, i got to say, if you ever need a fourth at Pebble, you know who to call. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we just got back from the Pro-Am there. There's not a better event in the world. It's definitely a major for, for amateurs. And I, I got paired with Brendan Grace and Graham McDowell. And to be able to walk up. You know, 18 on Saturday with Grant McDowell recounting his entire round from how he closed out and won the U.S. Open there was definitely something I'll never forget. So we'll, we'll have to get down there. Ryan, we appreciate a few minutes. We appreciate what you're doing with Five for the Fight. If, uh, if, it, if cancer hasn't impacted somebody's family and their friends yet, it will soon. So it's important that everybody uh, hop aboard and do what they can. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks for having me, fellas. Ryan Smith. See, Pope's not going anywhere. There it is. Relax. I'm totally relaxed. <laughs> not necessarily just speaking. No, you're not. You. You're speaking to the bigger audience. <laughs> He's right about enjoy the ride. You're in the middle of it. Who knows where this is going in the next uh, two, three, four weeks? So enjoy the ride. Certainly, the seniors are all done, and and you know they're going to have to rebuild the program and 
all that. And they got a really good group of seniors now who have proven again and again that they can come up big in big moments. College basketball is an interesting dynamic because this time of year, if your team is good, like the Cougars are mm-hmm. and the Aggies, you know, you know that you got a good team, you're going down to Vegas, and there's going to be all sorts of excitement. And then Selection Sunday, and it just gets so fever pitch. And then a few days later, like two days later, in the case of the Cougars, they're on a plane that's somewhere that they don't know where they're going until 48 hours before. So there's all this adrenaline rush. And then when you lose, it's the biggest thud in sports. (laughs) It's done. Yeah, it really is because I've seen it for years traveling. And I've gone to the Final Four, and that was a thud when it's over. And that went literally the U-20 has played as long as they could. And most teams obviously don't get there. And it just ends so dramatically. That's what Chris Burgess was talking about when we had him on when we had him on the air. As far as giving us everything you have, because it's such a short window. And when it's over, yeah, it's over. There's no right. bounce back. And, it's and it's in, not a know, series in the pros, right? It's not a series. And a lot of times the pros they return the nucleus of the team the next year. Well, you rarely do that now, in college. If you don't have seniors yeah. and you make a deep run, you still probably have some guy going in the NBA draft. Right, right. And so the the emotion level in college hoop is so dramatic in such a short time time frame that it's unlike anything that I've experienced in this business. Nico's joining us right now. What's up, guys? Nico, you're crushing it this morning. I saw you hit that burrito, man. You you don't practice what you preach in this case. You eat what you preach. (laughs) And you had the the thing, I assume it was salsa, and just a little dab for each bite. I was like, there's a guy who loves his food. I have to control myself, right? Eat one every single morning. (laughs) I guess it's not all bad, but I love it. Got to stay thin. (laughs) Got to stay nimble. Stay quick on your feet. Yeah, yeah. Can't be eating five meals a day here. No, you can't. It's tempting, though. I isn't eat it? a lot of meals here, though. <laughs> you know what I find uh, in the morning? People are always rushing, mm-hmm. and you know you yep. may have more time in the afternoon to relax a little bit. But in the morning, you sleep as long as you can, and then you get up and you're on the run. Well, tell the folks when you come down here that how quick they can get you in and out to be on your way. Oh yeah, a couple minutes. You'll be in and out. Drive-through is going to be your fastest option. You don't have to get out to the car. We'll bring it to you. But, but even the people who come, store, even yeah. the people who come in, because you have to come in to get the jazz gear, and a lot right. of people have obviously been stopping by to get. Uh, we got Stars Lakers tickets, Salt Lake City Stars, South Bay Lakers Tuesday at Vivint Smart Home Arena. We got jazz T-shirts and beanies, so people are coming and getting them. But even those people, they're they're now pretty fast. A couple yeah. guys have a little more time. They're sitting here and they're uh, they're Hanging throwing out. down, but a lot of yeah. them are getting to go. Yeah, for sure. We'll have you in and out. Or you can stay and hang out and get free jerseys and jazz gear and listen to the show and watch, watch you some throw boxing it, or throw something. Down the <laughs> you got boxing. <laughs> Olympic boxing trials behind us. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is a good lunch spot then, too. If there's a game on or a golf tournament at lunch, you need to see. This with is March the place Madness to be. coming up. People yeah. can see games at lunch. Mm-hmm. I like the way you think. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and then bring your family back for dinner. I mean, you can do all three meals here if you want. Well, you do. So I why? do. <laughs> why I not, do. right? It's true. No all judgment. All right, so the uh, breakfast, the top three. What are the big three? I mean, you got multiple things going here. So Burrito, probably- French toast, and then probably the cinnamon rolls on Saturday. Yeah, homemade cinnamon rolls every Saturday morning, fresh out of the oven. Those are probably the top three. The burrito and the, and the French toast are for sure the top two. 
It's buy one, get one free until 10 a.m. Stop by, say hi to Nico. He'll be throwing down the burrito. Yes, sir. And then later on, he'll be back behind the register. And you can grab some jazz gear while you're here. Get some T-shirts, get some tickets to go up and see the stars, and uh, buy one, get one free on the breakfast. Nico, thanks for having us down here. All right. And PK, you're right. Quick, in and out. Make a move right off the freeway. So that's, uh, that's the first thing. 1600 North Exit in Linden. And if you're in South Jordan, 3561 West, 114 South, right off of Bangor. And they're doing all the deals there. Buy one, get one free as well. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz are back in action tonight, trying to snap a three-game losing streak. The Boston Celtics are in town. The game tips at 8.30 on ESPN. The Jazz game night pregame show gets going at 7.30 with Jake Scott. The Celtics are going back-to-back. They won in Portland last night, 118-106. to Jason Tatum with 36 points in the win. He had 41 points in the Celtics' loss in L.A. to the Lakers on Sunday. Denver Nuggets also pick up a win, 115-98 over the Pistons. And Thunder, in sixth place in the West, creep within a half game of the Jazz by beating the Bulls, 124-122. College basketball, Utah State led San Jose State 19-0 and 25-2. They end up building a 40-point lead and cruising to a 94-56 win. Job of the Wire is brought to you by Homie. Buying or selling a home, Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? The great Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. The fact that the defense still is a problem for this Jazz team is concerning. You know, top to bottom, they should be a much better defensive team. And when you see teams like Phoenix gash them in the way the Suns did, you can't have that if you're considering yourself a contender in the Western Conference. I think that's going to be their Achilles heel going to the playoffs. What was once a strength for them now has become maybe not a weakness, but certainly not something they can rely on to win games. And that's a big problem as we sit here at the end of February. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming jazz game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets now. We're broadcasting live Stop by and say hi to us. We're at Marley's in Linden, right off the freeway, 1600 North Exit. Go west, right at the light. The Harley dealership's on your right. Marley's is on your right. You're in and out in a couple minutes. They got buy one, get one free on the breakfast sliders, the breakfast burrito, the pancakes, the French toast. It's all here. And you can pick up jazz gear and rip the beanie off of PK's head. We are down to, are we down to the last beanie? This is it. You've almost sold him out, PK. Final beanie. The final beanie. But you cannot rip off my lucky hoodie that is undefeated. What is it? Is it 4 0 or 5 0? I think it's 4. The beanie's gone. The beanie's gone. We yeah. still got t shirts, though. Stop by. And you know what we forgot to tell Ryan about? We got so carried away with the Pebble Beach stories. How about the five for the fight onesie? 
for the you, babies. You're in Utah County. You got the baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the thing about Utah County. Per capita, they produce the most babies in the winter. So what have we learned about Utah County? Uh, speak a lot of Spanish, have a lot of integrity, I'm learning, and don't cranking forget. out the babies. I am don't. learning a lot about my home county. And they don't forget. And they don't forget. Remember that? They don't forget. So you forgot. I forgot, <laughs> but I'm not from Utah County. Exactly. I'm down here doing a radio Makes show. Makes sense. I grew up in San Diego. People from here don't forget. You know what we got? They remember. Cans, love of the ocean. That's what we got. And... They produce a lot of babies, so these onesies, five for the fight, yeah. It, it's something that she'll look, or he'll look so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was said with the proper amount of sarcasm dripping well, every out of it. Baby looks like so syrup adorable. off the French toast. Every right? baby looks so, you, even you looked adorable. I did. So if you could look adorable, I grew then anybody out, can. I grew out of it pretty quickly, yeah, but you, briefly. Yeah. There in the beginning, I was adorable. Right. I mean, at the six-month mark, you were hideous. But pretty those first much, six yeah. months. When that first fang came in. You that, had that it kinda, going on. That kind of wrecked everything. Utah County people. <laughs> and, you know, the Utah County people have high demands. They're demanding your best effort. So you'll, you'll be able to notice the Utah County fans tonight at the ball game for sure because they're going to demand the best effort out of this team. This team's going to respond. Well, they need to. Of course, I, I didn't say which team. But. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that you're right about the Jazz bottoming out the pride. Yeah. that it, it just really stung yeah. the way they not only got beat, but just got demolished. They're getting dunked on and laughed at in the fourth quarter. For the Phoenix Suns, who don't win that often, it was no longer about winning. It was about, hey, let's embarrass oh. these guys. Let's pour oh. it on. For me... Being a longtime Suns fan, I was laughing. Not so much. Uh, but the thing about it is you come to Marley's, you're going to get bottomless French toast. Yes. The Jazz bottomed out Monday. So they got nowhere to go but up. And the time is now. Kawhi Leonard said it to his Clipper team. He did. And they had lost three in a row. And they reacted. So the time is now. And they reacted. So I want these guys. And they don't have a leader of the stature of Kawhi Leonard, and hardly anybody does, really. Lakers uh, have LeBron. Yeah. Because he's got I, I, I think, multiple championships. I, I think, They've been know, there. The Pacers. Or the Pacers. I don't know. Okay, but Blazers have uh, Lillard. Uh, Rockets have Harden. And that's guys, all true, guys, but championship pedigree, I, I know. it counts for a little extra. Right. It does. For sure it does. Also, Tekempo in Milwaukee could say it, and he has stature, but he doesn't have what Kawhi has, which is... And LeBron, they both won with multiple teams. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think you need that on your individual team because the statues then, by your definition, never right. had it. No. But yet they did have it. I get your point. I just think so. what they have with the Lakers and the Clippers is a little extra. It doesn't mean you don't have good leaders because LeBron was a good leader before he won his first championship. Kawhi Leonard, before he won his first championship, he could still know a lot of what he knew and say what he said. But I think it's like Phil Jackson. A coach could have told Kobe and Shaq, and probably did tell them the same thing Phil said, but Phil had the rings. And so what he said carried more weight. Or Phil had Jordan, one of the two. That too. Uh, <laughs> here, they don't have that, but what they have is a lot of ability. And the coaches can only do so much. So now it's on the guys. It's on the guys to 
Run back on Get defense. Get the job done. Because yep. I'm very confident in the coaches doing what they're supposed to be doing. The way I look at coaching is your coaching good enough. If your coaching's good enough, which it is here, then it's on the guys. He can't play for them. He can't make them do whatever. They've got to do it. And now, since you have had this losing streak that was the worst of the season, even though it's not the longest, it's still the worst because they're all home games and two of them were against lottery teams. Now, you are being called upon to regroup and every single person who comes into that arena tonight is going to demand it. Every single fan will demand that you absolutely lay it out there and you leave nothing on that floor, so to speak. And I'm hitting cliche stuff, too. (laughs) But I think that that's the feeling and that's the mindset. I don't want to see guys hugging. I'm done. I'm done with it. I said it earlier. They hug Jeff Green and all that. I don't want to see that anymore. No. You need to win ball games. It's not about your friends over here and then when the game starts. No. The second you walk out underneath that tunnel and onto that floor in the official pregame, you want to do your sucking and jiving maybe before. Go over underneath the stands earlier if you want to say hello. But once you come out as an official part of the pregame, when everybody's there and you come in, you shoot your little loves, I want intensity and extreme folks. I don't want any lovey-dovey BS with the other guys. That's over with, guys. Stop it. Give me everything you have starting from the second you leave that locker room. And you have super intensity to where you could have whatever around you and you don't even notice it because you are so zeroed in on what this task has in front of you. We like to debate stuff a lot, but I'm signing off on this 100%. No more hugging Jeff Green. No more hugging Ricky Rubio. And they don't, let's face it, they feel different about those guys than they feel about Cantor and Hayward. I understand that. But nonetheless... Right. you got to win the game. you got to get on track. And once you get a win, then you have to sustain it. And once you, and I guess even within the game, once you play a good half, you have to sustain it. Because the third quarter, which had been their strength, has turned into their weakness here recently. And they've got to get back to where they're knocking teams out in the third quarter, not getting knocked out. Got a poll question up on Twitter. It's time to uh, check the polls of the people, PK. Who wins tonight? Celtics are at the Jazz. The Utes are at Stanford. Which combo's coming up victorious? Early voting. I just put this up. 43% for the Celtics and the Cardinal. The leader right now, the going down to defeat. Now, the Utes haven't won a road game on conference, so I get why people would be a little down on them. And then the Jazz with a three-game losing streak. People down on both of them right now. 48% for the Celtics and the Cardinal, uh, but we're less than 100 votes. We'll give it a while and see how that uh, Yeah, that's why I think this is a crossroads game for me. You're not going to waste or wipe away, I should say, the losses, but you can go a long way towards repairing your confidence. By winning tonight, why not beat a pretty good team? Not a great team. Not a, not an, and they're not the favorites to come out of the East, I don't believe. Obviously, they're not. I, I think that's uh, Milwaukee and then probably Toronto. If you want to argue the Celtics are third, I don't have any problem with that. Well, Philly seems to be a mess, and who else is up there? Miami, I guess. Uh, yeah, Miami and Indiana, yeah. you like those guys? Yeah, and they're all good teams. Yeah. The East, uh, I think the quality of the teams has improved. Uh, uh, but the Celtics the are running but, third, yeah. and they are a, uh, they're four games in front of Miami. At this yeah. point in the season, four games is pretty, pretty yeah. solid split. But they're not the favorite. 
They're clearly not no, the favorite. No, I mean, they got the a favorite. shot. I'm not going to say they don't have a shot. They have a but shot, they're, they're but the, the Bucks are sitting on 50 yeah. wins on a 70-win pace, mm-hmm. and they're the yeah, favorite. What are they, like eight games ahead of everybody else? Uh, eight Toronto. up on Toronto. Yeah. They are 50-8, and eight, winning a freakish 86% right. of their games. That is Right. I mean, yeah, they're just kicking butt. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So you're not going to beat the best of the best, but you're not playing the best of the best. You're playing the Celtics, who are a good team. There's no doubt about that. They put two guys in the All-Star team, right? And they're a good team. You got to find a way. This is a crossroads game, and I believe it's the mindset. And I believe that everybody agrees with me. Everybody who's listening, we as fans, and I know players are going to scoff some media doof. Yeah, I get it. I'm a media doof. I've never claimed to be anything, but I've never played the game. I speak for the fans. That's my. That's why I'm here. That, and I was born in the East, and I know how to talk. <laughs> but the fans want. They don't want to see no more. They want no more. No more hugging. No more lovey dovey. We're done with it. You want to talk to them after the game? Say, hey, it was a good game. It was good to beat you. Now go on your way. <laughs> we'll see you later. All right? You got 26 games left. Is that what it is? So really hone in on what is in front of you right now. Because in my mind, there's still time to get this thing done. Well, there is. Uh, they just haven't shown us anything lately that makes us think it's going to happen. But why not? Yeah, now? You're sitting. I mean, I think they have. Not lately, but they have. Right, not lately. That's what I'm. But getting. they have. Right, when they were doing 19 to 21, everybody was on board. And I wouldn't be saying this if you were some other team. If I didn't believe in the talent of the team, I wouldn't be saying it. But I believe in the talent of the team, and I believe the talent is good enough to beat the Boston Celtics at home, even with a three-game losing streak. I still believe it's there. I believe they've underachieved. They haven't leveled off. They've actually underachieved. Now get back to what you're capable of doing. And it starts, I believe it starts the second you walk into that arena at 4 o'clock whenever they get there. I, that's what I want to see. I don't need you breathing fire at 4, 35 o'clock to be burned out by, uh, especially tonight because it's the a world game. The world's most intense shoot-around? Yeah. It might not carry over? Okay. I'm not asking for that. And I guess it may be a little later since it's an 8.30 start on when you get there. But when you get there, really, really just hone in on it and be super intense. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing that right now. Despite their recent shooting woes, the Jazz are still the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. 38.4%. Nobody else is over 38. Go out and shoot it like you can. Yeah, and I think that that can come and go a little bit. I'm not even necessarily talking about it's, that. It's going a little bit lately. Okay, back. It will come back too. And, but if the crowd's going and you're playing defense, and then you hit a couple of shots on top of that, and I see no reason rolling. why that doesn't happen. Then you're rolling. All right, coming up. It is uh, Wednesday. It's a win tickets Wednesday. We got concert tickets. We'll tell you all about that and give the tickets away next. So make sure you're here for that. And there are a lot of people staring at the Jazz right now, thinking, "Who are you really?" And we're going to get to uh, one of our guests here coming up and ask him that question at nine o'clock. So stay with us for that. DJ and PK. It's ninety-seven-five at twelve eighty. The Zone. Win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. 
1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a win tickets Wednesday. We promise concert tickets. We're going to do it right now. Chris Stapleton's return this summer with special guest Cheryl Crow and the Dirty Knobs with Mike Campbell. They're on an extensive new run of shows. Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow is sure to delight the crowd with a unique blend of bluegrass, rock, and country. Don't miss your chance to experience it live on Thursday, June 25th at USANA Tickets are on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com or win them right now. This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. And you'll win tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 855-340-ZONE. Two tickets for Chris Stapleton, Thursday the 25th at Usama, Usana Amphitheater. And if you don't win now, it's a win tickets Wednesday. All the shows all day long with tickets. You'll have a chance to win later today. All right, DJ and PK, the question is out there. Who's winning tonight, Jazz or the Celtics? Stanford or Utah? The poll question is up. You can vote. David DJ James. 48% of the votes say it's going to be the Celtics and the Cardinal. People are down, PK. Way down. Runner-up with 23% of the vote. Jazz and Cardinal. Uh, only 16% of the people think the Jazz and Utes will both walk away with wins. Which I get. The Utes are 0-7 on the road in conference. Got one, con- one non-conference win all year. Yeah, so. they got to find a way to at least get one. My gosh, because then it'll carry over into next season. You know, we hope Gonzaga had a 40-game conference win streak, you know, because it carried over, and they got it beat the other night by the Cougars in that great win. Uh, if I'm the Jazz, you know, I don't like that I've lost three games, but I do like that everybody's doubting me. 25 games left. Use the doubt to fuel you. Yeah. How, and we know Rudy especially feeds on stuff like that. And I, I, think Joe, yeah. I think Joe would say he didn't, but I think to a degree everybody does, I guess, as to what degree. Yeah. You know, 10% of what Rudy feeds on, 25, 50. Uh, I don't know that anybody feeds on it the way Rudy does. I think uh, Rudy, on that ball club? Yeah. I think well, they, they may do it in a different manner. Yeah. But he obviously uh, speaks about it, and I can relate to that. You know, it's not so much now for me, but I'd say, like, up until last week it was. Really? Yeah. It changed last week. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm such a straight man for you. <laughs> I'm, being meta- I'm being metaphorical. You here. owe me French toast. <laughs> Nico, get him French toast. Hey, French toast for DJ, please. <laughs> no, I'm Again? No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> get him a doggy bag I'm also. I'm actually good. I, I'm about 900 calories into the day. I think I'm good. Okay, so metaphorically, it changed last week. Yeah, because now I, mean, I, 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 I feel like people didn't, they didn't believe right. in my, my ability, man. Right. And so I, I just but like, somewhere I'm going to show you. I'm going to show up every day. One thing I'm going to do is show up. I'm going to work. I mean, I may not be good. And you can debate whether I'm good. But at least but you, you show up grind. You can't debate that I show up and work. And so the Jazz, it's the same type of parallel. You know, you, shots aren't falling. Maybe you aren't as. Maybe they're not as. Let's just say, for sake of argument, maybe they're not as good as we thought. But then show up. And what I mean by show up is ball out. Don't just show up, but right. ball out. You can't show up and drift through. Yeah. But if they brought the passion, the intensity, yeah. the energy, 
two and one since the All Star break. Not zero and three. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm named after my father, and I thought to myself, I owe it to him. He gave me everything he had, which wasn't much, but he gave me everything he had, so I lived with it. And I had to pay him for my own college because he didn't have the money. But if he did, he would have. He would have bought a house for me. He would have given me a car. There's no doubt in my mind. He would have showered me with everything he had. So I thought to myself, I got to make sure that I keep the name. And he showed up to work every day. And he gave everything he had. And so here, I did the same thing. And people doubted me along the way. Right here in this town. Multiple times in this town, they doubted me. Hey, are you good enough to write on the Olympics? No. I don't think you are. I don't know if I And you go cover college basketball. The rest of the staff will handle the 2002 Winter Games. And even in radio. You know, there was a while just a couple years in. I I know. I was was on shaky ground. Yep. And and it was a dream. It was a dream job for me. And I wanted it worse than any job I'd ever wanted. And so it was crushing blow. And I came out of it with some help from some guys and from my own work ethic. And now it's the same thing that I parallel with the Jazz, man. Everybody's doubting you. As I said, this is the rare time where 18,000 people are going to walk into that arena not really thinking. And in fact, if you took a poll and an honest poll, most of them would think they're going to lose. And so now... Well, that's what we're seeing right now. I mean, right, right now. 59, almost 60% right. of the people think the Jazz are losing it. And why wouldn't you? They've sucked for three games. Why wouldn't you think that? And you're playing one of the better teams in and, the league. And it matters so much to Jazz fans. And they don't want to get their hopes up and then get, you know, punched in the gut if the Celtics play well and the Jazz yeah, play well, poorly. Well, and one of the things we've been able to revel in is, yeah, Hayward, you went. But you didn't go to a better situation. Actually, Our situation's yeah, been just as good. And you were, you were an all-star. Now you're the third friggin' option. You were on a rant earlier, so I didn't want to disrupt you. But I absolutely thought that. We were talking a couple segments ago at the Eastern Standings, and Boston's a very good team, the third in the East. And what does that translate to? Out in the second round. Well, what did he do when he was here? He went out in the second round. Yeah. And at least then he went out to the Warriors, who were just all that in a bag of chips. And he was an all-star. Right now, they're on track to go out in the second round to Toronto. Maybe they'll get past Toronto. And he's not an all-star. No. But you would much rather lose to Rubio than to him. You know, the underrated, and we haven't discussed this, and it is part of our fascination with the NBA, maybe not so much for the fans, but for a portion of the fan base it is. I don't know if it's, uh, it's your gut instinct, 20, 30, 40% of the fan base. The chance to, yes, be invested in the Jazz, but also to see the stars come through town. Tatum's a star. And we were having this debate at Channel 2. There are some people at Channel 2 who are not all on board, and I don't get that. Coming off 38 points in Portland, coming off 41 points against the Lakers. And the kid's 21 years old? He's 21 years old, and they're on a western road trip. I like his upside. He's having none of the the excuses late in the season. I'm tired. He is bringing it. You better not be tired. Kimba Walker is out. Well, i got to pick up the load then. We need some buckets. Ooh, he turns... 22 March 3rd. Yeah. You know who else's birthday? You know, he ain't turning 22. Who else is born on March 3rd? Gordon Glenn Monson. Oh, really? I did not know. They that. called him Gigi growing up. Really? Yeah. Glenn? He denies that, but it's the truth. <laughs> you made it up, didn't you? You made it up to They it. share the same birthday. He told you his middle name by mistake at some point, <laughs> and you weaponized it. That's what happened. That's how you are. I want to weaponize you. You guys were out at Cafe Rio getting some Mexican food one night or something. 
No, I You're didn't. sitting in some press box in a game at Utah BYU. The only place I go, obviously, by looking at me is GNC. <laughs> 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 Whatever. And right now, you got Nico. I do. And I got someplace else I got to go. Oh, okay, great. That's a little too much information. Thank you, PK. <laughs> Nico is here. We are at Marley's. They got deals going at both locations. If you're in South Jordan, if you're commuting on Bangor this morning, 3561 West, 114 South, right off Bangor, there's, uh, there's a Marley's there. You can go in, and they're doing all the same buy one, get one free deals that uh, they're doing here in Linden. 555 South Geneva. Just get off the 1600 exit and go west. And it'll be on your right in about 6.8 seconds. Pop in. drive throughs open. Main lobby's open. Buy one, get one free breakfast. Pop in like this guy. Look at that. Another Perfect timing. Cold air. There it is. Now nah, you're good. Thanks for coming down. And we got jazz gear here if you want. You got T-shirts. The beanies are gone. Beanies are gone. We got some tickets still to the Stars. Yes, you can see the Salt Lake City Stars, the South Bay Lakers, Vivint Smart Home Arena on the jazz floor Tuesday, March 2nd. Free tickets if you stop by and you ask for them. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having us. We you love always, having you You guys. always feed us. Did the, uh, did the scrambled eggs this time. They are excellent. I've done the... Uh, well, I did... <laughs> Last time we were down here about a month ago, I had been in here the day before for lunch. That's right. <laughs> so I was leaving and like... <laughs> everyone decided, hey, you weren't here for lunch yesterday. What? It's a free country. It's true. I was at BYU, Tom Homo, at his annual meet and greet at 11 o'clock. He had an hour. They cut us loose at like 11.54. Guys got to eat. Guys got to eat. It's lunchtime. I have options. I could stop by uh, a place with good food. I could stop by a place that is a sponsor. Or I could do both. <laughs> Slam dunk. I was it's into true. Marley's, two sliders. Yeah. Hey, I got excited when I saw you. You got about uh, 10 lunch sliders. You got about four breakfast sliders. So the thing is, is if you talk about something, ah, that's not really my thing. Let's go to the next thing on the menu then. That's my favorite There's thing something else. <laughs> Especially for lunch. I get two different kinds, so I can get a burger and a chicken, or I can get steak and a chicken or whatever. Yeah. I love that. I'm not yeah. committed to just one item <laughs> for my lunch. Well, I got two and I'm not three. committed to one for your breakfast, because last time I was in, I had the French toast, and I dipped it in that syrup butter concoction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which when I dipped it in, I thought, 100 calories, dip, dip, <laughs> 200 calories. That's dip. what we should put up, the calorie <laughs> count tasted, per dip. It tasted good. <laughs> I know that. So then I went scrambled eggs. You got to mix it up. Yeah. You got to mix it up. And for jazz fans, you got all kinds of jazz gear here. Now, this is how I think, right? It's like you're in, you're in Utah County. You got your kids signed up for junior jazz basketball. It's like it's not too early to Christmas shop. It's, it's February true. 26th. You come by. You pick up one of the jerseys. You check the tags for the size. Maybe you anticipate a little growth spurt. <laughs> and you tell the wife, hey, I got a little something to put under the tree in Christmas. I think ahead. <laughs> Honey, I don't want you to carry the whole burden. I want to do some of the shopping, which is a lie. <laughs> I personally want to do 0% of the shopping, which my wife would you know, answer that question correctly in less than three seconds. But she does love it when I come home with something, and it's just it's knocked out. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, and it's usually sports-oriented stuff that I'm somewhere, and I pick something up. Sure. Yeah. Like, there. Check that, that off the list. Maybe you, you got get, a birthday. Maybe you don't have to save it. Maybe yeah. you got a, a birthday coming up in, you know, March, April, May, June, whatever. You can get a Marley's gift card, put it together. The birthday's done. One-stop shop. True story about this. Okay. As you, uh, as you get older... And, you know, we moved into a starter house. And then a few years later, you know, we moved into a house. And so now I had never lived in a house that had more than uh, 2,000 square feet of my life. Mm-hmm. 
but you're in California and everything's sure. smaller, right? And they come here like, what are we going to do with all this space? <laughs> I'm a moron. It turns out we were going to fill it up with stuff. <laughs> so at some point, you will have the conversation with a significant other. We need gifts that are experiences, not things. Because yeah. we just jam things into a closet or a room, and yeah. then you got to go through them later. It's crazy how fast you can fill up and all so, that space. So uh, Valentine's Day, uh, birthday, Mother's Day. And an array of gift cards. Like, we got to make time to go to lunch, just the two of us, because you get busy and everybody's yeah. running. And so, yeah, absolutely. Put idea. Marley's in the collection. It's a great and idea. And I'm, I'm, I'm serious about the, the experiences, not gifts. Yeah. You know, and you got whatever your thing is. You know, maybe you run a 5K together. You go skiing together. You sure. go. But mix a few lunches in. Yeah. And, and I have the never wa- once gotten love the, that. I've never once gotten the look that says... That really wasn't that good a gift at sure. the top. I mean, I've gotten that They're look. They're just surprised I, you wait, got a gift let me, let me back at all. Up. No, no, I'm good about getting the gift. Oh, okay. But I get poor gifts. Uh, and they get the look occasionally like, mm, yeah, it wasn't so good. I've refined my game over the years, okay. and the lunches are in the rotation. I just want to tell all the listeners out there, put that in your rotation. I like that. Especially you young guys. You don't have to make the mistake. You can learn from my mistakes. <clears throat> okay. That's actually a great idea. It is. Seriously. Because half the stuff that you get them, they just... Put in right, that extra, bedroom. and you tell them we don't spend enough time where it's just like two of us for an hour because you're running, you got things to do, they got things to do, especially when you have kids. <clears throat> yeah, then it's crazy. But so. everyone's got time for lunch. Everyone's right. got to eat. Yeah, gift cards on sale now. There it is. <laughs> All right, stop by. It's buy one get one free on the breakfast till 10 a.m. Thanks. Thank you, Nico. It's 97.5, 1280 the zone.